Another track from Eva, you're with Julian on the Brownlight, a very late look at A Quiet Place Part 2, which I only just saw because I forgot it came out. Uh, John Krasinski directed A Quiet Place Part 1, and I would have had it in my top 10 films of the year. I think I gave it 8.5 out of 10. Starred Emily Blunt and him as a husband and wife in a post-apocalyptic future, uh, constructed out of elements from many other horror films, including this whole genre of sensory horrors which involve you know someone being deaf or blind or i've seen a serial killer where someone's blind there's a bird box film as well um where it plays on the human senses and this time around the earth had been invaded by these incredibly violent and vicious aliens <coughs> that apparently couldn't see but could hear anything at all so you had to live your life in complete silence and um so the slightest you know footsteps could bring these monsters in and they wildly kill you so there's uh, a bit at the start of a quiet place one where one of their children is um has got some stolen some batteries um and puts them into a toy and it creates noise and he is brutally murdered and um yeah that was nice um and um emily blunt having a baby and having to to remain quiet it was a stunning film. It was really, really good. Uh, visually very impressive. The, the monsters were really scary. And it, um, it definitely deserved all the plaudits it got. And obviously it was setting itself up for a sequel. Although John Krasinski killed himself off. Uh, I bet he regrets that one. Because he, um, he actually killed himself off at the end of the first film. Which um, showed the um, aliens were susceptible to very atonal and abrasive noises so they worked out that they had some weapon against them when they previously had none so a quiet place two kicks off um it very cleverly kicks off uh, well perhaps obviously but it cleverly kicks off by giving john kazansky a role by showing us where the aliens came from <clears throat> so it shows us the earth in the uh, first moments of this alien invasion which was the best idea they could have come up with as well. It gives John back his role and um, it, it gives us a full world with noise and everything that we can see in here. So we get them going to a baseball game in the small town and this gradual terror building. I thought it was good, but um, I thought the aliens in this bit were a bit less interesting than they were in the first film i thought that they were a little bit more like monster movie in in that sequence alone whereas they were actually quite terrifying in in the first film and then we jump forward to emily blunt with her two children traversing uh the post-apocalyptic wilderness in a very sort of a trope that you've seen in, in in numerous you know you're coming across dangerous people and other people that might help you and um, this time around, we get the addition of a brilliant character, Cillian Murphy. Plays, who knew that Cillian Murphy, an actor that just seems to get slightly better each year, would make an excellent Appalachian woodsman with the full beard and everything. And he does. He's lost his whole family to these monsters. And Emily Blunt and her two children reach where he's hiding in this huge abandoned warehouse. And he just rejects them. He's, he's, he's a really broken man. He doesn't want to help them. He doesn't want to help anyone. And he, he doesn't believe humanity deserves saving. Um, they, One of the children played brilliantly by Millicent Simmons, who's deaf in real life. So there's this one of the great plot elements involved in both films is the fact that she is deaf. 
So she has this sort of symbiotic relationship with these aliens that can't see but can hear everything and she can see everything but can't hear. And um, it's been praised for its inclusivity on, you know, sign language. And, and, the, and she does a brilliant job. She's really good this time around. I thought she was good in the first one, but she's really strong here. Um, they come to realize that there's um, a, a song somewhere beyond the sea. Uh, being played from a radio station so that's uh, indicative that there are other people out there uh, and they work out that it's from an island off just off the coast of america a small island um and millicent wants to go there and um emily blunt i think emily blunt is one of the best i love her i think she's one of the most versatile actresses i've seen her in so many different kinds of films she can do like this pretty English rose or she can do a hard-assed American D DEA agent in something like Sicario. She can do the, you know, mother in a horror film. She does it all. She's really good. And I've seen her in more diverse roles, I think, than any actress. I can think she did the sci-fi American um, soldier in um, Edge of Tomorrow, another film that is somewhat analogous to A Quiet Place and deserves its own sequel. I don't know why they haven't come up with that one yet. But here, um, there's, if there's criticism, it's this film isn't a building dread of the first film. It's an action film more, much, much more. But what I would say that is analogous to is Alien versus Aliens and Terminator versus uh, Terminator 2. It, it isn't the same creeping dread horror. It's a lot more of an action-based film, but the action's really good. Um and I really like the way that they have ch they switched the dynamic here. So Emily Blunt's son gets caught in a bear trap and everyone wants to see someone's leg get snapped in a bear trap. Oh. So he's, she stays behind with the son in the warehouse battling them. And Cillian Murphy goes off with um, uh, Millicent Simmons, the deaf child, to try and find... At first, she runs away, and Emily Blunt convinces him that he has to go and find her. And she convinces him to go and try and find this island. So we get these two dynamics. One's sort of holding fort and fighting off the villains in one place, and the other are on this road trip action adventure movie until they find this population of, of people. I really like that dynamic of the film. I really like the way it split itself into two halves. I think that they, uh, some people have complained that it lost what was special about the first film, but I, I like the fact that it wasn't a repeat of it, and I like the fact, that, and also the fact that it was an obvious setup. It doesn't end, so it's an obvious setup to the third film, which is a criticism, but kind of like Planet of the Apes 2 and many films like that, it doesn't have a resolution. It is an open door to the next one. But I really appreciated that. I thought it was, you know, I really want I think the... Um, I think when a film like that has been successful is when you really want to see the next one. And I really wanted to see where this one goes. It had gotten to a very dramatically tense point. So I thought this was great. I thought it was really, really well done. Cillian Murphy continues on in leaps and bounds. Uh, and I like the way they broadened it all out, even though it's an action film. So a very solid 8 out of 10 for A Quiet Place 2. 